coach Drew DeArmon, WZZN Radio in Huntsville, Alabama. One of the things that sticks out in my mind after you took the job was uh, you guys are really, all, first of all, congratulations, you guys are recruiting at a great level. But one of the biggest victories you had before your first game was Ennis Rakestraw. And yeah. I remember seeing the, the reaction you had when he committed officially because he was pursued heavily by Alabama, and so we were following his recruitment in our state. But talk about his impact on your team and what your expectations are for him in, in year two. Yeah, Ennis Rakestraw, tremendous uh, young man, really the first person to, to truly buy into the vision of what we're selling and, and owe everything to Shamika and, and him for choosing us. And, um, you know, it's, it's uh, had a tremendous freshman year from starting 10 games in the SEC, uh, has done everything that we've asked him to do to continue to put himself in a way to improve. I think he's really bought into the coaching transition. I know that was really difficult with it on him because uh, the people that, that moved on were, were coaches that recruited him. So you have to build a new level of trust and respect with, with new coaches. But obviously Steve, with the pedigree he has, uh, has made that transition easy. I think improvements that he needs to make is breaks on the ball. You know, last year we play, had him playing a lot of back to the ball, man to man, and now he's going to have the opportunity to play in zone and use his skills and instincts to break on the passes. Um, he's a tremendous com competitor um, and a guy that, that we look forward to having a, a, a good season for us. I think he's really locked in, uh, made tremendous strides in the weight room with weight gains. Um, and so him, as well as the rest of the defensive backs, um, you know, are really excited to play. Coach, to your right on the front row. Coach Tyler Shaw with KBTX TV and College Station. You guys have a, you know, an opponent you're not familiar with, Texas A&M, who hasn't played Missouri in a while, coming to Columbia this year. Just curious your thoughts on the Aggies and, and what you expect them to, to bring in Columbia. Yeah, obviously. Uh, not familiar with the Aggies, but familiar with several coaches on the staff. Obviously, Coach Fisher uh, does an outstanding job uh, as far as being a head coach, recruiter, and play caller, uh, a guy that kind of gave me confidence that I could do that same type of thing in my role as a head football coach. I obviously have gone against Coach Fisher a couple of times with both of, both of our time uh, as an offensive coordinator at NC State, and he was the head coach at, at Florida State, so I have seen him. Um, Josh Henson, their offensive line coach, spent a lot of time at Mizzou uh, when they won the SEC and so uh, know what he uh, is going to bring uh, from an offensive line coach. We've got a secret weapon. His son's going to be a walk-on or a, a football player for us this fall, so it's going to make that game a little bit more fun and special. Uh, obviously, their defensive staff uh, have a tremendous amount of respect for Coach Elko, one of the elite defensive minds in college football and a guy that I've gone against uh, at Wake, when he was at Wake Forest and at Notre Dame. So familiar with their schemes, know they've got tremendous players, uh, know it's going to be a tremendous battle. Don't know what that will look like. I think it's maybe week, week six or seven of the season, and, and who knows what your football team looks, at, uh, looks like by then. Um, but we, we will be happy to accommodate them in Columbia. Uh, hopefully we don't make them feel too welcome. Coach, to your left, second row. Coach, I'd, I'd heard that when Andrew, Alabama – How's it going, Coach? I called you Chase earlier because of Chase Kaufman. I apologize for that. I, I, I wish I was Chase Kaufman, yeah. but I'll, I'll take it. He wishes that. You, he was you. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. But um, I had heard that when Nick Saban came to town, Alabama came to town, that, that you got him a gift. And, and I'd heard that you give gifts to all incoming head coaches. Is that true? And if so, why, why do you give gifts like that? I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I don't know. I really don't know what you're talking about. Uh, 
I might have tried to, maybe I was making an offering to the GOAT, you know, the greatest of all time, and giving him some little Debbies to not beat the hell out of us or something. I don't know. But uh, now I, I don't know if we do that to, for everybody or if that's just something our, our department does. I don't, I don't know. Coach, to your right on the second row. Coach, Mike Lucas, KXTV and College Station. You guys started a freshman quarterback last year in Connor Baselick. We're going to start one again this year. Not COVID year. <laughs> uh, when do you kind of feel comfortable with such a young quarterback, you know, getting the grasp of the offense and feeling like he can kind of take the training wheels off? Yeah, I don't, I don't worry too much about your age. There, you know, there's a verse in the Bible that talks about don't let anybody look down on your youth, but show yourself approved. Uh, by your conduct, your act, and your speech. And, and I think for us with Connor, I think that's you take the training wheels off when somebody proves they're, they're capable of, of making plays um, by not only their work ethic, the film study, and, and their ability to put, you know, take care of the football. And Connor demonstrated those abilities throughout the season. And, and for us to become the best version of ourselves and the best version that we want to be as a football team, we're going to have to continue to push the envelope offensively in, in at the quarterback position. Coach, to your left on the front row. A.P. Stedham, W.H.E.P., Foley, Alabama. Coach. Um, I've been to Foley. You've been to Foley. Okay. Outlet malls. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's correct. Lambert's. <laughs> throw rolls. <laughs> You're more familiar than me, I guess. <laughs> there you go. Uh, coach, what did you learn about yourself as a head coach in, for, for the first time in the SEC? And then uh, your game against Boston College, I think that's the first meeting. Have you ever competed against that coach or th that team? Um. I think you learn about yourself how tough you have to be. Uh, you got to put blinders on, and whether it's wins on Saturdays or losses on the recruiting trail, there's a lot of ups and downs, and you got to keep the game face on. You got to set the, the you know leaders set the tone and drive performance for the organization, and, and you can't have bad days. And uh, you know, I think that's something that I'm having to learn to do consistently. And you know, you get your butt whipped on a recruit, you got to saddle up and go get another one. If you get your butt whipped on Saturdays, you got to go saddle up and get ready for the next opponent. And whether you win or lose, the, the next game is going to be the most important game you play. Um, I have not ever, I don't believe, ever coached against Jeff Halfley before uh, at Boston College. I have gone against Boston College. I have been to that stadium before. Uh, obviously, shout out to the Hasselbeck brothers. You know, that's some people think about Doug Flutie. I think about the Hasselbeck brothers. Um, both Matt and Tim. Um, so uh, obviously it's going to be a great challenge. I think they return all five starters on the offensive line. They've got a quarterback that's an uh, excellent player, transfer from Notre Dame, I believe. They've got a wide receiver, Zay Flowers, who we begged to come to NC State because we knew he was an extremely talented player. They've got a very good defensive uh, front. They've always had really good D-line and linebackers, I remember, and in a secondary. So um, a game on the road. Uh, a different environment. It's going to be a challenge, but at the end of the day, we got a lot of challenges before we get to Boston College. And if I'm worried about that right now, I'm going to be bald uh, early. So I've only got about six haircuts left anyway. So, <laughs> coach, to your right on the front row. Coach, I'm curious your thoughts on the news yesterday of you know Oklahoma and Texas wanting and possibly joining the SEC. Are you setting me up to say the same line again, or do you want a new one? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I got a lot of thoughts on it. First off, you know, like I tell recruits all the time, we're the best league in college football and everybody wants to play there. And now you've got two iconic brands that want to join too. 
Uh, and it's, it's, it's an exclusive club and not everybody gets in, so good luck, uh, especially if A&M has anything to do with it. Um, besides, you know, uh, Ross and Jimbo, I think Jimmy Sexton doesn't want him in because he doesn't represent those two head coaches, so he might lose his leverage point there. Um, I can keep going if you want. Uh, well, yeah, look, I, I have no idea how any of that stuff works. It's way above my pay grade. I coach football. I, did stay, uh, I didn't stay at a Holiday Inn last night. I stay here, so I can't forecast the future. No idea what that's going to look like. But, man, Central Michigan is going to be a tough challenge. And I know Jim McElwain's a heck of a football coach. And I got my hands full trying to beat Central Michigan. So worrying about when Mark Womack's going to add Texas and OU to my schedule is just a headache I can't afford. Two final quick questions on your left here, Coach, third row. Hey, Coach, Matt Trent, WBRZ in Baton Rouge. Um, what do you remember about the LSU game last year? It kind of sent their season in a downward spiral. What, what did it do for you guys after that game? I think it was two different types of programs and seasons. Uh, for us, it was kind of that turning point of maybe all this stuff that coaches preaching and believing in actually works. I don't think people understand the adversity that we were facing in that game. I realized that they were facing adversity from the hurricane, but uh, we had six players contact traced. Uh, we had we were down three of our starting defensive, basically three our interior defensive line. I was thinking, oh my God, please don't quarterback sneak it on the one yard line, and they didn't for four straight plays, and uh, we won the game. And and uh, it was just kind of that moment that it was like, all right, everything we talk about, believe in, and think about can work. Um, and so let's continue to do that. Um, and, you know, it just showed a, a fearlessness of our guys just cutting it loose and saying, you know, we're not, we're not going to give anything to anybody. Uh, they're going to have to come take it from us. And, and uh, so that was good. Final question on your right, third row. Coach, uh, Dan Peck, ESPN 106.7 in Auburn. And uh, you're one of several coaches in the SEC with group of five coaching experience, including New Auburn head coach Brian Harson. I, I was wondering uh, the biggest differences – uh, between coaching in a group of five league and, and coaching in the SEC in your experience after a year at Missouri? Um, I think things are just a little bit bigger. Um, I think it's a, just a larger scale, right? It's a larger fan base, larger stadiums, larger scales in the organization, larger budgets. Um, but at the end of the day, the essence of coaching young men in football uh, in developing schemes to win the game are the same. Um, there's a lot of tremendous coaches in the group of five that, that uh, have gotten opportunities. There's a lot of, you know, opportunities for those guys. I, I, I don't look at my time as at Appalachian State or uh, Arkansas State or Boise State with anything but uh, training ground and proving ground for what I'm trying to do here in, in a way to get me ready for these opportunities. Um, you know, some of the biggest games I've ever coached uh, or were a part of were, were at those levels. Uh, and some of my biggest reg regrets in coaching, you know, or 2015 New Mexico at home on the blue where we got beat or at Georgia, you know, at home versus Georgia Southern in 2019 at Appalachian State. So uh, I, I think anytime you compete and put a helmet on and get after it, football's football. Thank you, Coach, very much. Thank you.